Welcome to Regain Your Confidence as a New Mom podcast. I am your host, Ronza Potter. I am a mom and a confidence coach. I help new moms gain their confidence back and take control of their lives by following three simple steps. Being a new mom doesn't mean that you should be in a constant struggle, lose your confidence or identity. You can be the amazing, confident new mom that gets to have a life that is filled with happiness, joy, love, and success. In this podcast, I show you how. Hello, my friends. How are you feeling today? I am feeling amazing and excited, energetic. So we're going to our beach house this weekend. Uh, I'm recording this on Thursday afternoon. We're leaving on Friday and we're going to be back on Sunday. We're going to hear this podcast on um, Monday. So we're going to be back by then. So I'm super excited about this trip and, uh, you know, looking forward to spend some time on the beach and on the lake. And if it's warm enough, I might swim. So I'm super excited about that. Looking forward to it. I, I always need good time on the beach. I love water. All right. If you haven't signed up yet for the masterclass, the Confident Mom Masterclass, there is still time. We're starting tomorrow, Tuesday, June 15th. Uh, tomorrow we're starting the first day of the master class, so you still have time to sign up today if you want to join us tomorrow. Uh, I'm offering 50% discount for moms who join the master class, um, but the value that they're going to get is worth thousands of dollars. Actually, it's worth $13,000 of value. Uh, everything they're going to get on the masterclass is worth really the value of it, like $13,000, but it is way less than that. Uh, people who join or moms who are joining, um, you just pay, uh, $297. Uh, it's usually $600, uh, but I'm offering 50% discount. So it's really like ridiculous for the value that you receive when you join the masterclass. We're going to be meeting twice a week, one, uh, one day or one hour. It's going to be for like a live training. So we're going to, I'm going to be teaching you tools and, um, strategies that you can apply immediately in your life. And another hour in the same week, we're going to do group coaching. So I'll be coaching you on your thoughts and, other problems and challenges and whatever that you have in your life that is uh, keeping you stuck or making you feel terrible. Um, So we're going to do that for six weeks. Can you imagine that working with me uh, for six weeks, like two hours a week when we're going to meet and really like experience transformation on like weekly basis. That's amazing. And I'm going to be offering other bonuses and they're going to be like an intimate, like a private Facebook group for members who join the masterclass. So we can just, you know, I'm going to also offer so much more support there where I can answer questions or also like um, offer further coaching uh, for other problems that you have, you know, between our calls. So they're going to be so much support in addition to a bonus one-on-one one-on-one call with me when where I coach you when I coach you about anything that you want um and uh we're gonna also I'm gonna offer like a workbook also for free it has a lot of additional tools that you can apply in your life so the value is really massive uh compared to the price that you're paying if you decide to join so 
I'm going to like um, include the link for the masterclass in the show notes. So if you're interested, you just go there and you can look it up and um, go to the show notes and click on the link to learn more about the masterclass. And if you have any questions, you can shoot me an email uh, next tonight, like, or whenever you hear this episode um, and I can uh, answer all your questions. And so, yeah, um, we're starting tomorrow, guys. If you're really interested or on the fence, just make up, make up your mind, make a decision and go for it. I, you will not, I'm sure you're not going to regret it. Like for sure, you're not going to regret it. You're going to get so much out of it. And you're going to like, you know, as humans, we pay for a lot of things in our lives. We buy a lot of products and we spend money on cars and houses and things that we renew and change every few years. But the tools that I teach, um, you can, you will use for the rest of your life. So you pay for it once only, and it's only $297 and you will use it for the rest of your life. It will never expire. And the value that you get is just massive. So go to the show notes, click on the link and join the masterclass. All right. I hope I see you tomorrow <laughs> in the masterclass. All right. Let's talk about everything starts with a thought. You know, I, I really like talk so much about this on this podcast about our thoughts right and i talk about how our thoughts affect everything in our lives so let me tell you a story about i would say maybe three years ago i hit rock bottom i got to a point where i couldn't function on a daily basis like i could barely get up from bed i could barely uh, like do the basic stuff that people do every day like wash my hair take shower prepare breakfast or cook or clean anything or wash dishes or doing like, or doing anything simple. It was so hard for me to do. I was like really at the bottom of it. <laughs> and um, I was feeling frustrated. I was feeling uh, lost, overwhelmed. Um, I didn't, I had like, I felt I had no purpose in life anymore. And um, I was feeling so much of like emotional pain. And that was because of the past and what I went through as a child. Um, so I have childhood trauma. And a lot of that was not processed for so many years until I moved to the United States. You know, as, as I told you that I'm married to an American, I'm originally from the, I'm originally from the Middle East. And we got, we met in a grad, in grad school in Boston in the United States. And then after we got married, I applied for immigration papers and then I joined him here uh, in the United States. Uh, we live now in Michigan. Um, so when I moved to Michigan, um, I like, I realized that I had so much emotional pain from my childhood, from my childhood trauma that I never processed. And I got to a point where I couldn't handle that anymore. Although I thought I could. Uh, I was so wrong and I just hit rock bottom and I couldn't function for a long time. So I finally like talked to a therapist and I started seeing a therapist and she was amazing and she helped me so much. And after eight months of working with her, I got to a point where I could function uh, a little bit in my daily life. And it was so hard not to be able to do simple things. Um, so I managed to get to a point where I could function with her after eight months, but yet I felt I was still stuck. I was still stuck in this rut and this terrible feeling and this frustration and stress and anxiety and sadness. And I was so stuck and I didn't know how to move forward. And I was like thinking maybe, maybe there is something else. There must be something else um, that could, 
out there in the world that could help me move forward in my life because I was so tired of being stuck and carrying this all emotional pain on my shoulders. That felt like hundred pounds or 50 kilograms um, on my shoulders. And it felt so, so heavy. And this is when I decided to start reading self-development books. And the first book I read was called The Magic of Thinking Big for Dr. David Schwartz. And that book changed my life. When I read that book, I realized for the first time that our thoughts either keep us stuck in a rut or help us set ourselves free from our suffering, from our challenges, from our pain. And that was the first time ever in my life that I realized that I was stuck in that pain, in that uh, like stress and that terrible feeling and stuck in rut because of my own thinking, because of my own thoughts. And it was, I don't know how to describe it. I was like in bed when I, when I realized that it was early in the morning when I was reading that book and I realized like, oh my God, then I am the problem and I'm the, I, I, and I am the solution. I always thought the problem was my past and my ex past experiences, what I went through as a child and my childhood trauma. I thought it was that, that was the problem. But then I realized the problem was the way I thought about my life, the way I thought about my past and the way I thought about myself as a human, as a woman. And that actually created a lot of my suffering and pain. And this is when I realized how powerful our thoughts are that our thoughts are really powerful. And for me, that was liberally, I can't say the words, that set me free. <laughs> that set me free because I felt for the first time I was not powerless and I had the power to get rid of my pain and get rid of like, stop that pain and suffering that I was in for so many years and finally feel better and feel happier. So I understood that the way out of that rut was to change the way I thought, to work on my own thinking. So our thoughts are super powerful and we underestimate how powerful they are. And this is when I learned more about life coaching. And this is how I started my journey uh, with life coaching and becoming a certified life coach. When I realized that life coaching is about being aware of our thoughts and doing that thought work so we could suffer less decrease our suffering and manage our emotions and create amazing results for ourselves. So our thoughts are so powerful and we under, underestimate how powerful they are. Our thoughts actually drive everything in our lives. We think that our circumstances drive our lives and decide our fate or what our life should look like or how our lives would look like. But actually, our thoughts drive everything in our lives. And this is when the, like I talk about the model, right? So um, if you're not familiar with the model, I'm going to explain it a little, bit, a little bit today. And you can even go to episode number one when I talk about it uh, in detail. So the model is a tool that we use and teach to our clients about, um, you know, to see what our thoughts, what their thoughts are creating in their life. So we use the model to understand and being coming aware of what our thoughts are creating for us in our lives, the results that are created by our thoughts. And we use the model to 
all create new results with our own thinking. So we use it for two things to understand why we have these results in our lives, what thoughts created these results and what our thoughts are creating in our lives. And we use it to create new results in our lives through, you know, when we change our own thoughts. And the model has five categories. It had, we have circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. So we have circumstances that trigger our thoughts and our thoughts uh, create our feelings and our feelings drive our actions and our actions create the results in our lives. So everyone thinks that our feelings just happen to us. Our feelings happen to us because of the things that happen in the world and our circumstances. But our feelings are actually created by our own thoughts. So everything starts with our thoughts and the results that we have in our lives are not because of what's going on in our lives and circumstances or what's happening in the world. It is because of the way we think. So our thoughts are the way we perceive the world. So we experience the world through our thoughts. We don't experience the world and life as is. We experience life and the world through our own thoughts. So our thoughts, they're not the truth. They're not facts. They're just this story that we tell ourselves about the lot, about our lives, about um, the world around us, about what's going on in our lives. They're not facts. Circumstances are like just the weather, how old you are, how much money you have in your bank account, um, how the weight, you know, when you stand on the scale, the number on the scale, uh, how many children you have, if you have a house, if you have a car, these are all circumstances. If you are married, right? Um, or you're not married. So these are all circumstances in your life. So the way the example I like to give to kind of like differentiate between thoughts and um, circumstances is like when you go to the bank to borrow some money and officer there tells you like the, the loan officer tells you, all right, you need to give me a statement to tell me how much money, like how much money exactly, like how much money you make, I need an exact number and how much money you have in your bank account. And when you tell them, but I have a lot of money, I can get that loan because I have so much money. I make so much money. They're going to tell you, well, that's only your opinion. We need to have an exact number, how much money you make and how much money you have. So you, we know that you can pay us back, right? So the exact numbers that they're looking for, the exact number that you make from your job or your business and how much money exactly you have in your bank account, the exact number for them, that's a fact. This is something they can rely on, right? And then they interpret that if that's a lot of money or not. So you're so you saying this is a lot of money when you go to the loan officer, I'm making a lot of money. That's your own interpretation of how much money you make because how much is a lot of money? Million dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, um, ten million dollars for very wealthy people. A million dollars is nothing. Is a lot. Is not a lot of money. Right. But for someone who makes $10,000 or $100,000 for them, a million dollars is a lot of money. So what is a lot of money? Right. So that's only your thoughts, your interpretation of how much money you're making. <clears throat> and the fact is, is the exact number that you actually make. So that's the difference between circumstances and, and, and thoughts. Circumstances, they're the things that, you know, nobody, you, things that you can prove. 
something that you can prove. No one in the world will disagree with you. And thoughts are just the way you perceive these circumstances in your life, the way you interpret these circumstances in your life. So our thoughts are just like our interpretation of our lives, our interpretation of the circumstances in our lives, the way we experience our lives. That's it. They're not facts. They're not the truth. They're just sentences in our mind. It's just a story that we tell ourselves about our own lives. It's the, they are just the way we perceive the world. I want to tell you like something. When I became a mom <laughs> and... Um, you know, five months after I became a mom, I was breastfeeding. I was sitting in the living room. I was breastfeeding. It was like around 5 p.m. And I think my husband was out like he was running and he just came in to the inside. Um, you know, he just came in from his run and he found me crying, like sobbing. And he asked me, what's wrong? What's wrong? What just happened? He thought like someone died or something. <laughs> And I told him, I forgot an important call today. It was at 1 p.m. and now it's 5 p.m. And I completely forgot about it. I had it on my calendar. And this is not the first time I forget about an important call. This is actually the third time. I am just losing my mind. And I was like crying <laughs> and sobbing. And he told me, so what? It doesn't mean anything, right? It's just a thought. I'm losing my mind. It's just my thought. It wasn't the truth. So what? I forgot the call, right? I thought I'm not good enough. This is what I kept telling myself. I am not good enough. And I believed it for a while that I wasn't good enough because I forgot these, the, that call and I forgot other calls and I forgot other things, right? And I wasn't getting things done at home and I could barely make time for the business. So I believed I wasn't good enough and I was collecting that evidence to prove that I wasn't good enough. And this is what we do with our thoughts. We want to prove that we are right because we love to be right. This is how our brain likes to function as humans. We love to be right. So what we do is we collect evidence to prove that we are right. So I wanted to prove to myself I wasn't good enough. I wasn't good at anything. And I was collecting evidence, the dishes, uh, like I have, I had like piles of laundry and piles of dishes and I couldn't get anything done. The house is a mess. I forget calls and I could barely make time for the business. And I, I never take shower anymore or I take shower every once a week, whatever. So I was collecting evidence to prove I wasn't good enough or I wasn't good at anything that I lost my mind. <laughs> right. And that thought actually affected everything else in my everything else in my life because I believed that wasn't good enough. I did not question that thought. I didn't even pause for a minute to say, what if that's not true? This is only my thought. It's not the truth about who I am. Instead, I believed it for a while and that created a lot of self-doubt about myself. I, I started doubting myself, questioning my capacity as a, as a woman, as a person, and uh, like I was criticizing myself the whole time, beating myself up. And that affected also my marriage, the way I treated myself because I was this insecure woman. And imagine insecure woman, what does she do? She doesn't like herself. And we don't like yourself, what do you do? You start fighting with your husband, right? Pick up, you start picking up fights because you're always frustrated. You're not happy with yourself. You're stressed out. You miss that woman that you once were before you had children. So our thoughts affect everything else in our lives. And we need to question them. 
we need to question our thoughts and see what they're creating in our lives. Our brain is going to always create thoughts for us. We will never be able to stop that, by the way. This is something you, you can never stop because this is how your brain functions. And the brain that you have, <laughs> that you're using right now, is the same brain that our ancestors used thousands of years ago to survive. Can you imagine that? Our world is very different right now. And actually, scientists, they tested our brains to kind of see how much we developed as like our human brain, how much it, it developed. And it did, they found out that it did, not, it did not change that much. So the brain that you're using right now is the same brain that your ancestors used thousands of, year, and years, ago, thousands of years ago to just function or to like survive, to find food to protect themselves from danger, from animals. So they stayed in groups and they lived in caves and they were always hunting for food and, and water so they could survive. So our brain works on a survival mode all the time. So for me, when I lost or when I forgot the, the call, my brain immediately went to the survival mode. Like, oh, you're gonna fail, you'll never survive, you'll never succeed. You're going to be a failure. Nothing is going to work in your life. Your life is ruined, is damaged. That's it, is destroyed. This is where our brain goes all the time to, to survival mode. So we have a lot of thoughts because that, that brain worked for our ancestors pretty well because this is what they needed back then. They needed all these thoughts that made them feel scared so they would protect themselves because they were in danger. But nowadays we have homes, there are a lot of things that we don't need to think the same way they used to think, right? We don't need to have, um, we need to question actually our thoughts, but our brain doesn't really like understand the real danger or doesn't differentiate between the real danger and the actual fear that we fear from like the fear that we have from starting a business or investing in ourselves or buying a house or it doesn't know the differentiation. Our brain, all that it knows is just danger, fear. That's it. So it provides you with a lot of thoughts that make you feel self-doubt, um, make you feel afraid, stressed out, because this is how our brain functions. So, that, so nothing went wrong. So our brain is going to always create thoughts for us. This is something we cannot control. We cannot stop. I wish I could give you the secret for that but there is no secret to stop our brain from thinking <laughs> and creating thoughts that don't serve us. But what we can do is, what we can do is being aware of our thoughts, the thoughts that our brain is creating for us and choosing on purpose how we want to think. So the first thought that your brain creates is something that you cannot control. But the second thought is something that you can control. It's something that you can choose. So you have a thought, like I had a thought, for example, I am not good at anything when I forgot the call, right? And that's, that's a thought I could not control. It just came up. My mind, just my brain offered it for me, right? But then I could choose to think I'm actually amazing. I am good at a lot of things. I am forgetting because I'm an amazing mom. I'm focusing on my child, right? So that's the choice I, I always have. This is something you always get to choose how you want to think. You can't choose what your brain is, is 
like creating in the moment for you, but you can choose how you want to think. And you choose how you want to think when you start questioning your thoughts, right? We're, we're not trained or we're not taught by society how to question our thoughts. We're always told, we're always like, we learn from society. Everything we think about is the truth. And everyone thinks they own the truth. They have the truth and everything else is false. That's not true. Everything we think about is actually a thought. Unless we are listing the facts, we are actually like talking about actual facts, then these are the facts. But the, a lot of the times the way we see the world, the way we see how things are happening in the world are through our own thoughts. Let's say, for example, you told your husband, take the, tra- take the trash out, honey. And your husband says, uh, I am busy right now. I'm not going to take the trash out. What do you hear? He said these words. I am busy right now. I'm not going to take the trash out. What do you hear actually? The way you interpret that is he doesn't care about me. He's lazy. He, he, we're not his priority. He doesn't care about us. He doesn't love me enough, right? This is what you interpret that sentence. But when you are aware that these are all your thoughts, you're going to question them. Is it true? He doesn't love me. Is it true? He doesn't care about me. Or is it he just, he's really busy right now right? So we need to be to question our thoughts. Because when we question our thoughts, we give ourselves the opportunity to choose how we want to think in that moment. We give our brain even the opportunity to be aware of what's going on inside our brain and what our brain is creating for us. We become in charge and in control of our life when we start questioning our thoughts and we start being aware of the thoughts that don't serve us and acknowledge that they are only just thoughts. They're not the truth. They're not facts. They're sentences in our brain. It's just a story. They're not facts. That acknowledgement by itself is so powerful because then you will never feel powerless. You'll always feel powerful and in charge. So always question your thoughts. When you have a thought that comes to your brain and you're aware of it, that it's there, right? When you say, I'm not good at anything. I'm I'm inadequate. I'm a bad mom. I want you to say that. Is this true? Is it true? I always ask myself that question. Like when I gave birth and maybe like, I don't know, maybe six months after giving birth. And then I was, you know, I looked a lot at my body (laughs) in the mirror and I wasn't comfortable with my body. I looked at my body. I'm like, I don't like my body. I would look at the matter and I would say, I am fat and not attractive. It's a thought, right? Now, a lot of people say I'm I'm fat and they believe it's the truth. Actually, I know family members who tell me like a lot of the times they say I am fat. But this is only a thought. The only, like the only fact I have here is when I stand on the scale and I have a number on the scale, this is the only fact. And then I can interpret that fact, that fact the way I want. If I'm fat or just, this is the weight of my body. It doesn't matter. But I would look at the matter and I would say, I'm fat. And so I would ask myself, is it true? I'm fat and not attractive. When you say, is it true? You bring awareness to yourself in that moment right away. 
So I brought this awareness to myself, like, oh, this is only a thought. I can choose whatever I want to think about my body. And the thought I had, I am fat and not attractive. And I asked myself, is it true? And I'm like, well, this is only a thought. So I know it's not true. And I asked myself, what else can I believe about my body? And I decided to believe that my body is actually amazing because it gave birth to my child. It allowed me to carry my child inside me for nine months and gave birth to her. My body allows me to walk around the neighborhood. My body allows me to go to the lake. We're going tomorrow. Going to the lake and swim in the water, sitting on the beach, speaking with people, seeing colors, and you know, experiencing nature, walk, go for walks and hikes, and be here with you today. This is all because of my body. And that's amazing. So these, this is a story that I decided to, to tell myself. And every time I look at the mirror and my brain wants to offer me that I'm fat and not attractive, I ask myself, is it true? And I right away bring that awareness to myself that this is just a thought and I can choose whatever I want to think. Our thoughts are so powerful because when I look at the mirror, you know, when I told myself I am fat and not attractive, I felt terrible. I was stressed out with myself and I felt, and I felt a lot of self-doubt about my body. And then, you know, remember our thoughts create our feelings. So when I said I'm fat and not productive, I felt a lot of self-doubt about my body. And then uh, the actions that I took, right? The feeling was self-doubt. And the action that I did when I felt self-doubt, beating myself up, criticizing myself, comparing my body to other moms, thinking that I'm not as good as them, and there's something wrong with me that I should fix myself or something so I could lose weight. And the result is that I was collecting more and more evidence to prove I am fat and not productive. See how our thoughts, everything starts with our thoughts. Do you see how powerful our thoughts are? But when, you, when I start to believe my body is actually strong and amazing, because of all the things that allows me to do and how capable it is, I start to feel a lot of self-confidence and I don't hide my body anymore. I wear whatever I want because I'm proud of my body that gave birth to my child. So I feel proud. I feel confident about my body and the actions that I take, I praise myself. I show up with confidence. I don't pick up fights with my husband. Actually, I'm more comfortable in my life. I feel less stress, right? I treat myself nicely and I'm aware of my thoughts when my brain tries to offer me something else. And the result is I, I feel I am beautiful and I am proving that to myself every time. So our thoughts are so powerful. In motherhood, managing our thoughts is very important. It's critical. Motherhood is all about managing our thoughts because you're going to experience a lot of emotions and a lot of thoughts. Your brain is going to always offer you a lot of thoughts that don't serve you as a mom and as an ambitious woman who want to create a lot of things in her life. So when my kid, for example, is cranky and not sleeping at night and I feel stressed out, I always remind myself, I am stressed out because of my thinking. It's not because of my kid. My kid can never create my feelings. I create them with my own thoughts. And that helps me not to snap at my kids often or scream at her often because I'm stressed out. Actually, it allows me to be more patient with her because I know I am creating my own stress. I allow myself to feel the stress 
I allow them, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> man, I need some water. Um, <clears throat> I allow myself to feel the stress. I allow myself to think about all these thoughts that my brain offers me, but I also choose not to believe them and always choose whatever I want to believe about myself in that moment. And this is extremely important because it allows you to be the mother that you want to be. And you wouldn't feel just you're, you're out of control and everything is out of control. What matters is not what's happening in the house, like whether your house is clean or not clean or messy, or if you have laundry, whatever, that doesn't matter. What matters is having yourself in control. You feel from the inside that you are in control. This is what matters. And this is what, you know, managing your thought offers for you. So when you always question your thoughts, when you say, I am a bad mom, ask yourself, is it true? Or I am lazy. Is it true? I am not productive. Is it true? I have so much on my plate. Is it true? You always ask yourself, is it true? Because it always helps you to be in charge of your life. Our thoughts are so powerful. When you question them, you become powerful. Because then your thoughts are not just like your negative thoughts are not just leading your life. You choose how you want to think about yourself and you start leading your life. So instead of life just happening to you, you live your life on purpose. This is how powerful it is to manage your thoughts. So always remember when you, your brain offers you thoughts, question them and ask, is it true? And then decide how you want to think about it in the moment. Even if you don't change that thought that your brain just offered you, the idea of having this awareness that this is just a thought that your brain is creating for you, it's not a fact, that's powerful. And when you acknowledge that this is how, this is just a thought, this is so powerful. This is, it, it changed my life. Like this work, truly saved my life twice. The first time when I hit rock bottom and the second time when I became a mom and I also kind of like hit rock bottom again and felt stuck. Everything changed in my world and in my life when I changed the way I thought. And this is the beauty about our thoughts that we can decide whatever we want to think and create whatever we want in our lives. And this is so powerful. It makes you really, really powerful. And it, it brings the best version of yourself. Remember, I always say that you're enough and you're complete. And this work shows you how enough and complete you are and how amazing you are. It brings it to the surface. You just start seeing it. And this is the beauty of this work. All right, mamas, I hope that was helpful. I, I wish you an amazing day and don't forget to go to the show notes to click on the link and learn more about the masterclass and join us tomorrow. We're going to start. And if you love this, all the concepts I teach here, if you love all the perspectives and concepts and tools I, I, I teach, and you're going to even learn way more on a deeper level when you join us tomorrow, and you're going to be working with me in person and we're going to I mean, it's going to be virtual, but you're going to work with me directly and you're going to transform your life for sure. All right, mamas, I wish you an amazing day. Bye-bye. Do you have a confidence coach? 
If you don't have one, I invite you to come check my new program that I created just for you, and it's called Regain Your Confidence. I designed it to fit your needs, your strengths, and the results you want to have. The high-level coaching and unlimited support you'll get are like nothing you've had before. All the tools and techniques you learn, you can apply to every area in your life. It will absolutely change your life. When you're ready to take everything you learn on this podcast to the next level and transform your life, then come check my website, www.ronzapotter.com.